Hello, you are listening to Apricity. My name is Sion. I am your host. Apricity means the warmth of the sun in the winter. I'm hoping this podcast brings you some light like the sun would on a cold winter day. It's hitting me that the first month of the year is over. I'm gonna miss seeing the trees outside look like skeletons dressed up for Halloween and wearing big chunky knit scarves every day. I've come to learn about myself that I'm a very seasonal creature and this year I've allowed January to be a period of hibernation when needed. Without isolating myself, I've just really leaned into slowing down and turning inwards and honoring that I need to move at a slower pace sometimes, which is really hard to do because life is fast-paced. We live in an Elon Musk rise and grind type of world. I am learning that it's okay to rest and that I need rest in order to not burn out. Humans have a lot to learn from nature And I think one of those things is that life is very cyclical. We can see rest as the winter of our life. And that's important because if we don't have time to rest, we can't bring forth the energy to our projects and relationships that we need. I am in a season of rest right now because I injured my leg while running I've been talking a little bit on the podcast about how I've been training for a half marathon and it's my first time doing it and it was hard to not get down on myself about it because I was a month out from my race and at the point where I was feeling the strongest I've felt in years. I mean, waking up, feeling great, feeling so healthy, and then I just woke up one day and just had pain shooting through my leg, and it has been three weeks (laughs) of that pain. But it's just running. It's not that big of a deal. I keep reminding myself I am going to do a lot bigger things in my life, then run a half marathon. I'm very much past the part of my life where I destroy my body to reach certain goals. So I am just taking the recovery day by day. And it's really cool because my relationship to exercise and my body has just shifted so much. I now see exercise as a celebration of what I can do. And in the past, it was very much just a way to punish myself into being smaller. I've been thinking about how when you don't see results immediately or as fast as you want to with things, especially something you've been working for, it can be hard. We live in a very instant gratification world. You don't have to wait weekly to see episodes of your favorite show. You can binge watch it all at once. You can order your favorite sushi restaurant to your doorstep. You can get your groceries delivered. You can socialize with people on the phone without having to see them in person. You can go on social media and it is the fastest acting painkiller on earth. Because we have everything at our fingertips, 
in our world today, I often find myself having to remind myself that good things a lot of the time take time and loss is usually a catalyst for a beautiful beginning. When you lose something, it creates space for something else. But it's hard to remember that when your heart feels heavy. So here are some practices I do when I feel distant from myself. The first practice is wash the day off. Take a shower, feel the hot water on your skin. I like to put eucalyptus essential oil in my shower and I will literally just sit on the shower floor if I am drained and let myself just exist there. The hardest part about growing pains is that sometimes you just have to sit with the discomfort. Not only is hot water calming for your nervous system, but also it forces you to actually wash off all the energy you've been carrying around with you all day. I like to imagine the water washing off any unwanted energy or feelings and all of that energy just sinking down the drain. And then when I get out, just drink some water because it can be hard to remember to do basic self-care practices when you're feeling heavy, when you're feeling disconnected from yourself. The second practice is seeing emotions as tunnels for expression. I wrote this down in my journal not that long ago and I want to share it with you guys. I wrote, you can't rid yourself of unwanted emotions, but you can channel them. Pour your sadness into art, put your anger into movement. This is something I really learned to practice this past summer when I was going through some pretty intense grief after losing someone and I was like, okay, I am going to just put all of that grief and sadness into art, draw whatever comes to mind. This past fall, I had a lot of anger for certain situations that happened and I was like, okay, I'm going to channel that anger into running. And that was one of the things that helped me get really into running. If you feel like you don't even know what emotions you're feeling right now, developing a journaling practice is just so helpful. When working out, workout instructors always talk about the mind-to-muscle connection. Like if you're doing squats and you use your brain to think about your glute muscles being activated, it actually helps strengthen them. I think it's the same thing with imagining flushing emotions out into physical practices. Like when I'm doing art, I imagine the sadness going across the page and that really helps me. Number three is let yourself rest. Put on your favorite fuzzy pajamas, light a candle. If you need to, sleep. Sometimes we just really need to slow down and rest. I know that's really hard to believe when you're constantly exposed online to what everyone else is doing and these that girl routines, but 
remember that you have your own individual needs and that is completely okay. And sleep is important so that we don't get sick. It helps our mood stability. It helps us think more clearly. It helps us have deeper connections with others. And maybe this is a good time to reflect on what is taking your energy and then what gives you energy. So my energy drainers are people-pleasing. Getting off my phone is so crucial. Being on social media is just the most draining thing in the world, I think, for me. So getting off my phone is really important. Number four is focus on your next step forward. Stop thinking about all the have-tos and think about what you really need in this moment. Just one foot in front of the other. Maybe you need to create space if you're feeling overwhelmed. Whenever I feel really heavy, I will deep clean my room and get rid of like 10 things. Maybe you need to go outside. When people say someone needs to go touch some grass, it is actually a real thing. I spent the entire day in the car on Saturday and then I went for a walk in the woods and I was like, oh wow, I really just needed to be outside and breathe. Just taking time to listen to the quiet and do things that give you energy again. I regain energy when I go lay out at the park and when I do art just for fun, no expectation of how it'll turn out. If it's warm enough, I'll walk barefoot in nature and just focus on returning to who I really am, the person I am when I don't feel like I have to perform, and that gets me into the next step. Step five, remember who you are deep in your heart. You don't have to be anything for anyone. You're not here on earth to be something for others. A lot of times, many of our problems are ones we've created in our head. Not always, but a lot of the time. I notice this a lot with myself because sometimes I'll put so much pressure on myself to look a certain way. And then I'll be like, Sion, you're literally just going to a dinner. When it all fades away, when you're alone at night and it's just you and your thoughts, that is what matters. When you ask yourself, who was I today and who can I be tomorrow? Those are the most important questions. And if you're like, well, I've fucked up in the past, that's okay. That's okay because you don't have to be that person anymore. All you can do is, again, just focus on that next step forward So that brings me to the last one, number six, which is show up in the world in a way that makes you proud. I feel like I say this every podcast episode, but that is what keeps me mentally in a good place is when I just reconnect with myself and I show up in the world in a way that makes me feel proud. I've realized that I can always see areas of myself that I want to connect with deeper by just observing others. That is a way that you can show up in the world in a way that makes you proud is just by observing others and being like, oh wow, I really admire XYZ qualities. 
these are things I can work on or things that I can implement in my life tomorrow or the next day. Inspiration is everywhere. It is all around you at all times. I get inspired by the most random things I see every day and just remember that because that is what makes everyday life so magic. And before I go to end the episode, I just want to end with something I wrote in my journal this morning that helped me set my day to a much better tone. There's going to be days, sometimes weeks, where things feel heavy. Without the darkness, we can't see light. One does not exist without the other. Just know it will pass, and it always does. There are going to be so many days where you feel great, and you're on, and life is just so beautiful. So it's okay if you're having a day, or a week, or a month where things feel off. You can create practices for yourself that'll help you ground back into the moment and make peace with what is in front of you. Remember that time when things felt off for years? Now you've healed from that and you're glad you went through all those things to bring you into the person you are now. The strongest people go through some really dark stuff and still choose to remain gentle. Being soft with others in this world starts with self-compassion. It's okay if there are days where you feel like that old version of yourself, but just know any moment is a chance to start over. That is all for today. Wishing you all a beautiful week. Love your friend, Sion.